to another episode of the Friday Night Movie Podcast. Today's episode is going to be very muscular because Becky just made a face. Because Becky and I just came from seeing the Iron Claw, A24's Iron Claw, which stars Jeremy Allen White, Zac Efron, Holt McElnaney, Maura Tierney, the great Maxwell Jacob Friedman, who also executive produced. And I feel like there's a couple other actors that I don't know. Um, uh, Harris Dickinson, he was pretty amazing in this movie. And then Lily James. But I feel like I'm just not famous enough to... I, I'm sort of, I'm not as plugged into things that are cool to know who Lily James is. Do you know who Lily James is? No, but, but Dad's a huge fan, I think. Really? Wasn't she in like one of like a Disney remake, like a... Cinderella or something thing. Um, she was she in was the in the, Cinderella. In, and she, she was, was in the Guernsey Literary and Potato Peel Pie Society. And she was in Prides and Prejudice and Zombies. Okay, so Was she right, really? Okay. She was very good in this I always, always wanted to see that. So this is a wrestling movie, a biopic, or biopic as Lily calls them, about the Von Erich family, which is one of the great famous wrestling families um, in wrestling history. They wrestled out of Texas. And um, it's a very intense and uh, sometimes sad, but I think sometimes very uplifting story. Becky, what were your impressions of this movie? Okay, first first impression, Zac Efron is enormous in this movie. Like, even his fingers look like big, fat sausages. Like, he bulked up so much for this movie, it's... It, It's shocking, and there's never a shot of him and his body where you're honestly not taken a little aback by just how enormous he looks. And I know that's not like an overall impression of the movie, but you're talking about like first reaction. The whole time you're watching it, you're just going, he's so enormous. How did he do that? He looks so huge. Is he comfortable? He looks like he can't really walk in those muscles. So, but overall, no, I would say it was, um, other than the enormity of the muscles in the movie, I would say it was really, really beautiful and heartbreaking and incredible story of family and sibling love. Um, And, uh, you know, how do you like what it's it's so sad, but it's like this very misguided sort of I don't know. Like, parents who really feel like they are doing the best for their children but are so misguided or blinded in their tunnel vision of, of what they want for their family and the, and the outcomes of that. And honestly, also just like the butterfly effect, like how one decision, decision will have this ripple effect through, through our lives. Um, and I found that to be uh, really affecting, you know, when watching it. But it was also lots of amazing action in it and as someone who appreciates wrestling and I even have a favorite wrestler who makes an appearance in this movie um I think what it does is it it brings outsiders in on the inside of what what it what really I guess like this experience that these men have in the ring and what they go through and as an audience member it was incredible how emotional it was to watch them in each of their matches. 
Yeah, there was there was a moment in the movie where you turned to me and you were like, "Ooh, that match has such good storytelling." His brother comes in and saves him it, it, from the guy who's beating on him and Right, because I'm I'm watching it thinking Okay, so I'm watching it going that I know that the matches are predetermined, right? They're scripted in a way. And they and they show you that and they talk about that. But yet somehow when I was watching it, I was I was like, oh, this this is incredibly real. This is all happening by accident. Like, I, I forgot for a moment I was so drawn in that I didn't remember that, no, a lot of these things are predetermined. And I had to remind myself going, oh, my God, this is an amazing storyline because I've totally bought into it. I'm feeling the ride of emotion throughout the match of all the things that are happening. Um, and... Well, well, one of the things with that that I think Sean Durkin, the director, did really, really well was when you they would talk a lot about the matches beforehand and what the outcome may or may not be. And they explain in the movie how winning a match, it's actually, even winning a match doesn't matter. It's, can you get the crowd on your side? Can you perform in a way that people are buying it? And that is going to get you promoted up the chain to be a champion. But when they flipped into the world of the matches they treated us really like an audience that didn't know the outcome. And so the matches looked very intense and real because the guys we were watching were doing a great job as they use in the wrestling terms, selling, like they were selling the injuries. Like there, there's a part, there's a couple of parts where Kevin, which is the character played by Zach Efron, whereas the audience were unsure if he's actually being injured. Yeah. And he, he is being injured, but, but not as bad as it looks to us because he's selling the storyline. And I thought Zac Efron did just an incredible job layering that other level of acting on the story of his matches. I mean, his character has to do that the most in the movie. He, You see him, there's a lot of wrestling in this movie, and each scene is done incredibly, incredibly well. Yeah, talk about the selling of the match. I, I mean, these Guys in real life who are, you know, when you watch wrestling today, they're great and they're really selling it. But when you have Zac Efron and Jeremy Allen White selling you on these moves and the injuries and what's going on, I mean, you just, you totally, you totally believe it. You're all in on, on it and on the outcome. Yeah, I think you feel you feel it on a whole other level. Okay, now let's get into the, the the family a little bit. Fritz von Erich, he was a famous heel in the wrestling territories, and um, and uh, heel is a villain, and he's famous for his iron claw move, and he had a number of sons. Uh, one is talked about but doesn't appear in the movie. Another one doesn't appear uh, in the movie at all. It seems for story reasons that they they did that. Um, and the movie really focuses on uh, Kevin, uh, Kevin, David, Kevin, Kevin, David, Mike, and Carrie. Now, when I was a kid, Carrie Von Erich was known as the Texas Tornado. He's in the WWE. This is referenced towards the end of the movie. He was in the WWF, sorry. And he, and he was on the rise. He was a really big up-and-coming star at that time. And he won the Intercontinental Championship. He was in these big tag team matches with, um, I think, the Ultimate Warrior. So he was really, really well known. Um, uh, he meets a, a tragic end, but has some other tragedies. I mean, this is 
this is well known, so this isn't a spoiler, but he, he actually was wrestling in those days when I was watching as a kid. It wasn't known then, but now it's known since then with a prosthetic leg, which they, I thought, did a brutal and amazing job showing him train with the prosthetic leg. That was incredibly intense. Um, now, what do you make of the fact that Jeremy Allen White doesn't appear into the movie? They talk about him a bunch, but he doesn't appear into the movie. He's almost like the shark in Jaws till about, I don't know, felt like 20 minutes or a half hour into the movie before Carrie, the favorite son, shows up. Well, they're creating a lot of mystery around him, I think, by not, by having him talked about and very clearly the father says he is my favorite he's the number one but he's also not destined to be a wrestler at that point he's supposed to be um heading to the olympics um and i i feel like i want to try and talk about it without ruining the the whole arc of the film but you know carrie goes from not being on this trajectory to be a wrestler, he's supposed to go to the Olympics to eventually becoming a rest, like one wrestling with the brothers and, and becoming this rising star in this star. And, um, it's, it's like, it's not that it's, it's unexpected. He's obviously an incredible athlete, but the way that it's woven into Zac Efron's character, into Kevin's storyline. Because you were not familiar with the storyline. No, I, was. I wasn't familiar with the storyline. Um, yeah, I just think it it adds a little bit of mystery to who is this last brother that we haven't met. Uh, why is he so important? Why is he so special? Um, and it just, it once you do meet him, you've already met him in a point of, where he's pretty low, like when we when we meet him, so I don't know. It's a it's it's a it's an intense watch. It's an intense watch. It's pretty it's pretty brutal. All right. All right. So now, what questions about now? Em- emotionally brutal. But emotionally in, in, brutal. An incredible, an incredible movie. It's a really good movie. It's a really good movie. I would say this is this is. Is this up there with the wrestler? Do you you put this? Oh, up I like there this with... way better. You like this? Cause, oh cause oh this my is god, not... I like this way better. Okay, all the reasons why I like this better. Don't get me started on the wrestler. Sure, yeah, it's amazing. There's just like nothing redeeming. It is so every moment of that movie is excruciating to watch. Feels like an actual punishment. It's like he's getting nails put in him during a match. You feel like you're getting nails put in you. <laughs> You've delivered on the promise. Okay, you succeeded. All right. This movie, it's these like. It's this beautiful story of family and brothers and the intensity of the love between them. And you like, you ache for how much these brothers want to take care of each other and how much they support each other, even when they are tested and it's so hard for them, you know, to show up and support each other. They do. And you're, you're always expecting throughout this movie for them to turn on each other for them to become rivals, for them to be cruel with one another. And and they don't and it and it their bond is so sincere and there's so much love which is what really carries emotionally it that's what carries you emotionally through the whole movie and it's kind of like how you can get through the tragedy is because they they solidify that so well versus the wrestler which is just like disgusting from start to end. The wrestler is a very sad story. This is a a true and very sad story, but I think, you know, I think, I think some folks were nervous about, oh, they're going to make a biopic. It's going to be all the controversy. I think they did an incredible job painting the positive side of family and the acting is, was wonderful. Um, 
What did you think of Holt McElhaney as Fritz von Eric, the patriarch? I feel like they, I feel like with the with his performance and with the way they did the movie, they could have just done him as hard driving, evil, like the way they did Michael Jackson's dad in that biopic from the late. 80s, early 90s, that was on TV. You were too young. You know, like, just like the obvious abusive dad. But I think they gave him many layers as a business person, as a family man, as trying to solidify his legacy, as having his way of parenting that wasn't... It was his way. It was different. It was not as emotionally intelligent as our parents. But I thought he was perfectly cast, because he wrestles at the beginning of the movie, Mm -hmm. and he's in great shape. Mm -hmm. Um... But I thought he was perfectly cast and did an amazing job. What'd you think? Yeah, I think um, I think a real easy way out in this story, like you said, would have just to have him be the big bad. But it's much more complicated than that when it comes to family and when it comes to a parent-child relationship. It, it's not as simple as, in this case, maybe it is in some cases, it's not as simple as him just being some tyrant who forced his kids to do stuff and then bad things happen and tragedy ensues. It wasn't like that. It's, you know, he um, he is portrayed with... Um, it's not just, like, in the writing. It's really in his performance of it because it's more held back and, and shows a lot of love for his kids, you know? Um, and concern and strategy and all of these things. Um, yeah, I, I agree with you. I, I think he's so well cast and it's just everything, all of the, the layers, the writing, the casting and the performance really support creating a, a, a true family dynamic that's multidimensional, that's not what you're expecting when you go into a movie like this. All right, now what wrestling questions do you have having seen oh, this I do. movie? I have a question, I have a question. I have a very important question. Okay, so this is something that the movie didn't go into. Um, the concept of kayfabe? Kayfabe. Kayfabe, which is when you keep up your persona outside of the ring, right? Well, or it's, your, it's, your it, shtick. Kayfabe is the storyline, okay. is the fantastical storyline. In, in those days in particular, and you know, pre-1996 or so, um, maintaining kayfabe to the outside is very, very important. But as you can see, even the wrestlers that were their enemies, they were friends with. No, no, no. But what, what the movie didn't show us was kayfabe outside of the ring. And so I wanted to ask that at the in the era in which this movie is taking place, which is primarily the 80s, right? Was Kayfabe was a thing. And do you know anything about the Von Erich storyline kayfabe? I mean, I think the main storyline is just that it was their family against whoever they were going against. Um, as we saw, the great Maxwell Jacob Friedman, your favorite wrestler and mine, um, appears in the movie during a tag team match as Lance, Lance Von Erich. And I think at that point in the story, they they would kayfabe add family members to families all the time. Like Arn and Ole Anderson, those are famous wrestlers. They are not, in fact, either brothers. I think maybe they were pretend... First, they were kayfabe cousins, and they were kayfabe brothers. Uh, the Undertaker and um, uh, Kane are kayfabe brothers. So Lance was a kayfabe family member that they added. Um uh, and, and and a lot of the rivalries, um, you know, those that was the kayfabe element. But they did not get into the how you behave on and off as your character. Probably partially because I think the character that these guys played were themselves. 
So you, they were these local heroes, boys done good. Um, one of the elements that I loved, I'm curious, was how they talked about the importance of being able to cut a wrestling promo. And how the different brothers have different skills at, at, at cutting, um, uh, cutting the wrestling pro- promo. I loved the way they threaded that in. And I loved how they did it with um, David Von Erich's character. How they highlighted that as his thing he brought to the table. Yeah, so other questions are when it comes to the wrestling. like, or It's not really a question. One of the things I've learned is that while the story while while the storylines are in fact just that storylines the moves are real and the physical beating that they take is real and so there's one moment where kevin is what's he when they like smash him down on the suplex oh but on, uh, a, on concrete, a concrete i mean you feel your own bones break when you see that happen that looks excruciating so that scene it's early in the movie it's Kevin Von Erich, and he's wrestling at the time the NWA world champion who was Harley Race, very, very famous wrestler known for being a real tough guy. And the number one rule, as far as I've heard from all the wrestling people behind the scenes, is, is keeping each other safe. I know they look like they're beating each other up, but a lot of those moves have to be done in such a way so that you can keep the talent safe so they can keep doing it. That doesn't mean they don't get hurt all the time and that they can't take a punishment. Um, but in that scene, there's a moment where it's unclear if, you know, Harley Race pushed it a little further to sort of teach this up-and-coming kid a lesson or if just he had never taken a bump. A bump is a hit, uh, a real-life hit that way. Um, and so that um, that was a really interesting moment. But, yeah, they freak you out as an audience member where you're like... You're positive he has broken his back. And you're watching him going, oh my God, he actually has broken his back and he can't get up and he's probably paralyzed. And and But then you're like, oh wait, no, maybe this is just part of the acting. He's just, it's Zach Efron, so he's like a pretty good actor and he's just like acting that he's badly hurt. And you go, no, 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 no. one can act that well. That guy is really badly hurt. I mean, it's very convincing. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, 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 it's really well done. Okay. Let's get into MVPs, LVPs, all of those fun things. All right. Which of the brothers was your MVP? And this could be the character. This could be the performance. There's a lot to ask here. So no, my MVP is going to be Kevin because he has to carry such an emotional weight and burden, um, and responsibility and so I just think he truly has the toughest job. Um, he has he has the toughest job, and and the you know just like such a it's such I can't I mean he's a real person. He is he alive today? Yeah, still he's still alive. I mean, what he went through and survived. Uh, oof. So he's he's truly my MVP. Knowing that this is a real life person, then Zac Efron playing him, the way the character is built, all of that. Who and. Zach Efron really anchors the movie. Um, so he is for sure, for sure my MVP. My LVP. You may not have, I don't have one. In... This is, I don't want to give an LVP. These are real people. Okay. <laughs> I right. can't do that. No, I don't think I there do, was a bad can I, can performance. I do my, my most improved. My most improved is going to be the brother David. 
because when you first meet David, he's like sort of taking all the wrestling stuff seriously. And then when you see him get on the mic and be in the ring, he's so charismatic and he's so wonderful. And you very quickly kind of fall in love with his persona that he has in the ring and, and him as, you know, one of the brothers. So yeah. And they're, they're real people. So I, there's no help. <laughs> they're real life. I, I, I agree. Although I, I might, I might say, I mean, Zach Efron really does a great job in this movie. Jeremy Allen White is so, such a good yeah, actor. He yeah. He's such a good actor. Um, and then I really love this kid, Harris Dickinson who played David. I think that was like that, that was a much bigger part of the movie than I thought it was going to be because they take a while before Carrie Von Eric becomes part of the story. And so that guy really is the other main character or the other main brother for most of the movie. Right. Like, no one's surprised that Jeremy Allen White was amazing. Right. No one's watching this going, I can't believe how good he was. We're like, yeah, no, he's that good in everything. But you see Zach Efron doing this really dramatic role and these other young guys that you, I don't know them from anything. And I think that's where you you really kind of um, are surprised and, and it's quite exciting. All right. There was also some great music in this movie. Uh, there was Tom Petty's Don't Do Me Like That when the brothers are like out frolicking. There was Don't Fear the Reaper featured prominently in the trailer. Well, this movie is one of the best trailers I've ever seen for a movie. And then there is a great montage to Rush's Tom Sawyer. Those those three really stood out to me as just amazing musical moments. Oh, and then there was I'm a Country Boy. Thank God I'm a Country Boy, which had a little dance sequence. Always good to see Zac Efron flexing his high school musical muscles. You can tell that he's trying so hard not to be the best dancer there, <laughs> but he's like such a Travolta in that he just like flicks one little hip and you're like, oh no, you're Zac Efron. You're clearly the best dancer here. Uh, um, which music scene hit you the most? Which one did you like the most? You know, I always love talking uh, about music moments. For me, it's the it's the Tom Petty one because it's, it comes at the beginning of the movie when you're establishing how close the brothers are, how much fun they have together. And you know going into it how it's going to end. And they really, really start you off on this high. You're like at the top of the mountain and slowly they're going to bring you down, down, down. And watching that moment, I was really savoring it because I, I had a sense of what was coming and I thought it was just so, it was a, it was, it was a really, it, it, was a movie, it was a moment you had to hold on to in the movie if you were going to get through yeah. the rest of it. For, for a movie, I was bracing myself to be so brutal. It is not tragedy porn. It is no. not like wallowing. They don't show you the grossest possible things. They they. It's a lot of just really you know great moments like that. For me, though, the Tom Sawyer wrestling montage is amazing. I you love know, that. Considering this is a story, you know, uh, where you know. <laughs> The, the mother, okay, so the mother, played by Maura, Maura Tierney, is, she's so excellent in it, and it's it's not a very big part, and she only has a couple of very emotional scenes, one really emotional scene, but it's very impactful, that one scene, and I, and funny enough, I think one of the ways they avoid making it tragedy-born is by being really held back on her character and not having you spend a lot of time with her. Um, but when you do, it's, it's really, um, sort of expertly executed how it's put in throughout, throughout yeah. the film. There's a shot towards the end of the movie 
anyone who sees this will really, I think, will really appreciate it, where she's talking off screen, and I actually wondered, oh, are they going to even put her in this, or is she just going to be talking off screen, and they creep the camera around a corner to reveal what she's doing, and I thought, it, and, and she's so controlled, and, and that character is so controlled. Maura Tierney was, again, this movie could have, in my view, could have been a lot of overdoing it, and everything feels, for the most part, like really, really restrained. Yeah. Um, it's like a hard movie that usually our show is funny. It's hard to make our show funny about this movie because it's so serious. So I don't know. Yeah, the only hilarious thing is MJF's wig. That's amazing. When you see him wrestling and he's wearing his wig, his Von Eric Von wig. Eric wig is amazing. Well, and in fact, all of their hair is, I mean, I get that it's an era, but like also these haircuts were absurd. <laughs> <laughs> this is definitely an error. And so many crop tops, so many crop tops, short shorts, mesh tank tops. Like you see so tidy many, you tidy see so many belly buttons and nipples of these men with like huge thick thighs. So I feel like if there's anything that's funny and in a positive way and that they did it very well, but it's just to think this is how people dressed. <laughs> that's what's funny. Uh Towards the end of the movie, an actor comes in, uh, not an actor I'm super familiar with, comes in and plays the great Ric Flair, who is arguably the most important, you know, arguably the most important wrestler uh, of all time. Some some people would make that 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 he's often number one or number two on any list. and uh, what did you think? I mean, I'm not sure if you're familiar with him, but what did you think of that character, that performance? And then, you know, he was this ultimate showboat and, and, and just seeing that side of the wrestling world. That's the side of the wrestling world I'm much more familiar with. Like growing up in the 90s, I feel like that's what I recall from wrestling versus the rest of the movie, which is like very gritty and intimate and sincere and so that guy the flair guy i'm like oh no that's what i associate with wrestling (laughs) one of the one of the cool moments that i loved is they show in the wrestling match he does this little walk it's like this exaggerated dance walk like a chicken walk yeah it's 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 sort of it's like an yeah it's it's like a show-off move and he does it and that's one of his quintessential taunts of the audience and uh, MJF himself, who was in the movie, does that now in tribute to him in his matches, and it was really fun to see. It was really fun to see. There were a lot of little Easter eggs for for wrestling fans. Um, uh, Chavo Guerrero, uh, I believe, is the one who trained folks, but he also appears in it in one scene. He's also Chavo Guerrero, aside from being part of the famous Guerrero wrestling family, is the guy who uh, coordinated all the wrestling on Glow. Um, and so there, that was, that was another fun little Easter egg within the movie. Well, um, Becky, as we wrap our conversation, do you have, uh, well, where would you put this a buy rent or a meh? Um, this is a buy, but I don't know how soon I can watch it again, <laughs> but it's a buy for sure. It's definitely a buy for me. If I were to put it up against some other wrestling movies that are pretty good, there's the wrestler, you know, there's the wrestler, there's this, and there's fighting with my family. Those are the professional wrestling movies. I'm not going to count like No Holds Barred from the, you know, um, or but I, I I do have a soft spot for Ready to Rumble, uh, uh, you know, with Oliver Platt and David Arquette. But this this is probably the best wrestling movie 
This is probably the best wrestling movie ever made. I mean, the wrestler makes a, a case for it with its Oscar nominations and everything like that. But I definitely enjoyed this experience uh, a lot, and I think it was. I think this is this is a really cool movie. Well, I think that's uh, that's our special review of the Iron Claw. Um, our next episode will just be a regular episode of the show. Thank you for listening. Um, thanks for doing this, Beck. Love you. Thank you for listening to Friday Night Movie, the sibling rivalry and pop culture podcast. Join the Friday Night Movie family by following at Fry Night Movie on all of the socials and visiting our website, FryNightMovie.com. Our theme song is by What Does It Eat? And make sure to leave us a review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening. <laughs>